Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, yes, we do have a new guest other than Mike O'Rourke from Freedom Oak Barrels on with us today. We've got a new addition to the bar, and it is a Freedom Oak Barrel engraved by Mike himself. And you can see Birdies and Bourbon on there. Mike, how you doing, man? Thanks for coming on the show. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. This is going to be fun. And yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. What, uh, so here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've experimented with some oak barrels before, uh, some at home barrel aging myself. And, you know, I don't know how in the hell the distillers do it, you know, and, and, and we're talking and we'll get into kind of the age state, you know, how long you should let it age and what you're going to get out of this. But, you know, we're probably talking what five to six weeks for kind of a maximum cure on a, on a, on an aging at home and in a smaller barrel. Uh, it, it depends on the size of the barrel, but, uh, yeah, the smaller the barrel, the shorter you leave it in there. And then also it depends on what you're working with. Uh, and then also your personal preference, but yeah, the, generally speaking, the smaller the barrel, the sooner you're going to want to start taste testing, uh, because the surface area of the barrel compared to the volume of the alcohol, that, that ratio is much greater on those smaller barrels. You've got a lot, uh, higher percentage of the alcohol that's having contact with, uh, the barrel itself. And that accelerates the aging process. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why in say, you know, four, six weeks, you have, you know, equivalent aging to say maybe one or two years uh, that you would from, you know, a distiller's barrels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a 55 gallon. And that's exactly why my patients, uh, I, I have no shortage of alcohol, but I'm always excited about what I put in the barrel. I'm excited. I will tell you this, but hold on before we get started, man, let's, uh, let's hear a little about Mike O'Rourke and uh, how'd you get into uh, making these custom barrels? Sure. So, uh, I've always been a bit of an entrepreneur, uh, kind of in the blood. Uh, my dad was an entrepreneur and so was his dad. And, uh, I, I'd been in e-commerce for a little bit and I came across, uh, another person who was selling the barrels and just loved the product, loved the idea. And, uh, but uh, saw that there was a lot of opportunity as far as, uh, marketing them. And, uh, so yeah, uh, quickly, uh, built out my MVP, my minimum viable product, if you will, and, uh, started, uh, testing out the market and, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we've only been in business about two and a half, almost three years now. Uh, but it's, it's been great, incredibly fast growing. Uh, we've, you know, we used to just do this out of our garage, uh, using, uh, a lot of my free child labor. Uh, don't tell anybody, uh, <laughs> as, as my dad would say, that's why I spawned you. Um, but, uh, anyways, now we're in, uh, you know, we're in a 5,000 square foot facility. Uh, you know, we've got about six different lasers, uh, to keep up with all the engraving and, uh, yeah, making sure everybody can, uh, make, uh, make their favorite, uh, cocktails or age their favorite, uh, personalized, uh, bourbon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Great. And, and, uh, by the way, you're at, uh, freedom and, uh, we got all five stars checked in the box and we're approaching 4,000 reviews. So one to have all five stars checked, uh, you know, a hell of a feat. Uh, but to get 4,000 reviews, right. I mean, that's even a, another feat in itself. Yeah. So everybody's, everybody's quick to take something, enjoy it and, you know, maybe share it, um, 
you know, with your nuclear group, you know, and, and, and word of mouth. But uh, not a lot of people are quick to go out and click the button and, you know, put that review in. So it kind of speaks, uh, speaks well of the product that you're putting out. But, hey, you know, again, so we went with a three liter on this one. And it was there a particular reason you've got one liter, two liter, three liter, five liter, 10 liters is it was there a reason that three liter was kind of you know, when I reached out to you and we connected and you said, hey, yep, here, you know, the three liter, here you go. Is that kind of the sweet spot or what, what's with the three liter? I like the three liter the best uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, uh, the size is just perfect. So, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't going to be aging five, 10, 20 liters of stuff, but at the same time, maybe you want to do a little bit more than one. Uh, but also the other thing with the one liters specifically, it's not a lot of room to engrave on. So from a personalization aspect, it just doesn't, uh, I mean, it still looks really cool. People love them, but I really like the three liters cause they're not going to take up a ton of space uh the barrel head itself is as big as the five liter almost so you're still getting a great engraving size uh and then from an aging perspective it's kind of in the middle of our most popular uh barrel sizes that people actually use for aging um and so it's going to age pretty quick not as quick as the one liter two liter uh but uh, it's still going to you know crank it crank through it and yeah it's, it's just the perfect mix of form factor and function in my opinion yeah. Well, I wouldn't say we have a short name and it fit on there quite nicely. Yeah. I was, uh, when I was in there and your site, by the way, was extremely easy to use. Uh, it, it's kind of plug and play and kind of lead you, you know, right through, you know, how it's going to be, where it's going to go. Um, and you know, I, I did get a little creative and, and, uh, you didn't have to ask me any questions. So either I did a good job of keying it in or, uh, you did a really good job of interpreting it and you knew exactly where everything <laughs> needed to go. So, so no challenges there uh, again very friendly uh, easy to use so i mentioned earlier in the show and i cheated uh, I, I said two things one i said i've you know i have played around with some aging at home uh this is the first time i've used your barrel and uh i would say in talking with uh, with friends that try this themselves there's a uh, it, it could be in a position of, eh, it didn't really work out for me. And, and I think the most common and you, you'll validate and maybe share a little bit, but probably the most common issue that you have with these barrels is you don't give it enough time to cure, meaning, you know, putting the water in it, letting it take on, letting it swell up and, and kind of fill in any gaps that are in there. Uh, I'm happy to say I, my patients, uh, did, got the better of me. And uh, I did, I went for three days and, uh, I'm not going to be drinking out of it just yet. I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I may, who knows? We'll, we'll see where the show goes, but, um, I think I'm aged for three days, uh, no water leaks whatsoever. And, uh, and I went straight for booze, man in there and I don't have any leaks. So, uh, you know, that, that's success number one right there. <laughs> we got, we got three days and I'm not advising three days and, and your site definitely says, uh, Hey, even if you don't have leaks, still go for 10, just because of the viscosity of, of alcohol versus water. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I cheated, man. I, I can't he couldn't wait. He I, couldn't I, wait. <laughs> you know, it's like Christmas I morning. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> So, yeah. So, so can you talk a little about, so, you know, in, in the aging process and you probably, you may not, you know, personally, it, it may, you know, it's, you, you probably got more customers that have the experience, but, but can you kind of talk us through that? Um, hey, I want to do it. 
what, what am I doing? What am I thinking about? If I, Hey, I'm, I've never done this before. Maybe I'm going to get it for somebody for a gift. Am I thinking about my cocktail first? Am I picking out my Oak barrel, which hopefully we're going to freedomoakbarrels.com. And you know, then we're talking about my, uh, what size do I get? Can you kind of walk us through maybe that buying criteria? Sure. So, uh, first off, the vast majority of people buy these as gifts, mm-hmm. uh, that just because they look so, so dang cool. Yep. Um, well, I mean, I, I love the way they look at, they're all over the place. Uh, I had several of them before I ever, uh, got into the business of selling them. Uh, but so uh, even if you have no, I, I've got people who have no interest in drinking. In fact, some people use them, they, they put bourbon or whiskey or what, or various liquors in them. And then they'll turn around and they'll use it to flavor syrup, like maple syrup, mm-hmm. uh, and, and things like that. People use them for all s- sorts of things, not just alcohol. Um, but anyways, as far as the aging process goes, uh, I mean, really, you, you, I mean, you can do wine, you can do whiskey, uh, you can, you can, if you've got your own distillery or uh, still set up or whatever, uh, I'm from Tennessee. So if all my friends out in East Tennessee, uh, up in the oh, mountains, I uh, want to no. start, start trying that. <laughs> but, uh, oh, oh, so it, Mike, hold on. I'll make a note of where we, where we just were. So, so near and dear to my heart, I'm originally from East Tennessee as well. I live in Atlanta now and, and I've left in, I don't know, many years ago, but uh, I, I left as an adult. So what part in, of East Tennessee, if you can share? Oh, uh, like Knoxville. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm from uh, Greene County, just up the street, man. So Tri-Cities area. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. So, yeah. so Michael, are you telling me that you couldn't pick it up from the accent? Is that accent fake? Is his accent fake? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not that's not an east tennessee accent I, that that, that I mean, cal sport I mean, these days we, we, we could all pick it pick up a little bit of an accent if we tried uh, <laughs> he, did, he didn't want to pull a me and derail the show you know he, did, he didn't want one of these there he didn't want one of these so. hold up hold up <laughs> all right so sorry sorry so back to uh back back to back to our aging i, I had, had i had to ask had to ask sure, sure no worries um but uh, anyway, so yeah, you, you can age anything in them. Uh, as far as the process goes, uh, you know, one of my favorite things to age in it is uh, this. This may not make me a purist, but I like barrel-aged margaritas. Uh, they're, they're, really? It's a really unique taste. It's it's not something uh, that's common. Uh, you don't come across across it a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, if, you know, some of the best places to get recipes is talking to bartenders that say like you know, kind of. Um, like nice hotels or high end bars, they're the ones who have the best experience experimenting with this stuff. You know, you outside of, you know, just aging whiskey or bourbon, uh, you know, you don't necessarily want to talk to the distillers, uh, because they're, they're doing bourbon and whiskey over and over again. But those bartenders, they really experiment with different types of cocktails, uh, and things like that. So that's usually who I talk to every time I'm uh, at a nice bar, or come across a bartender. Uh, I always ask them I'm like, Hey, have you ever, uh, barrel-aged something? And they always have uh, little tips and tricks. So it's, it's really whatever you want. I will say the more sugary drinks, uh, those tend to not do quite as well. Uh, if you leave them in for a long period of time, just because of the, like the bacterial growth and fermentation and stuff, uh, not an expert, but, um, 
but and, and also blends. Blends is a really popular thing uh, that people like doing. You know, try a couple of your favorite whiskeys or bourbons. Um, one of the things on the aging process, though, so there's two components uh, that contribute to the aging process. One is just the surface contact, but two is the seasons changing. Uh, and the and the temperature changing. So, like you know, over in Kentucky, uh, you know, there's there's a reason why they have the barrels there, or they do the aging process there. It's because of the seasonal change. You know, it gets really hot and humid, and then it gets really cold. Well, that causes the alcohol to swell into the wood and out of it. And obviously, when we're talking with our barrels, you're talking you know four to six weeks. You're not getting that. Um, so that's that's an element that's a little different. But you can still achieve just as good and in some cases better uh, results with with just the contact, if you will. You, you're not going to get as much of an oaky taste, which some people love uh, and some people uh, don't don't like quite as much. Uh, but one one funny thing about bourbon or whiskey aging barrels, bourbon aging barrels, there's actually laws on what you're required to do, how long you're required to age it and what type of wood you can use. And, and all that fun stuff. So a side note on our barrel. So obviously, you know, when you're talking to distilleries, they actually have to comply with those laws. We're not a distillery. Um, so we could technically do anything, but these barrels are made from American white oak. They have a medium char, uh, which is exactly what you'll find in, uh, uh, you know, uh, your, your favorite distillers typically. Uh, so they are genuine American white oak aging barrels. Uh, they're, they're the same as uh, in that capacity as uh, what your distiller would use. Cal, when we were talking offline, you told me you were doing the Green Beret of Negronis, and this was going to be a bottled and bond Negroni, right? Is that what you said? <laughs> pretty, much. Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Mm. Hey, you know who That's needs good. one of these things, Cal? For July 4th, is the saltiness make a salty margarita out of one of these things. Ooh, that'd be... Well, so that's where I was going next, and I, I want to talk a little about... So, I, for for this, for the first batch, I did a... because uh, you know, So, you've got gin, and so if you're going to use gin... Uh, you got a cam, uh, you've got a Negroni. Uh, you, you can substitute gin for uh, for bourbon, and you've got a Boulevardier. So I went Boulevardier just to stay with the uh, stay with the theme of the show. I'm definitely uh, I'm oh. thinking I'm gonna the next one. I think I'm gonna go with a Mescal Negroni because I think uh, you know obviously you're gonna have some of the um, the residuals of the uh, of the vermouth and Campari in there, but I think that bourbon. That's kind of, you know, cause it, cause the, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but the barrel is going to retain, uh, whatever you put in it, you're probably going to get some residual taste of that when you, <clears throat> when you bottle neck or when you barrel next, correct? Correct. And, and is there, is, it, is there a, um, is, yeah, sorry. Is there a successful way to get that flavor completely out of there. So you're starting fresh with a barrel or you're always going to get something residual from that. You're always going to get something residual. Uh, so, so as far as actually using them for aging purposes, the barrels do have a shelf life. Uh, you know, they're not sealed. They're, they, they are raw unsealed wood because if they're sealed, uh, then you're not going to have it breathing. You're not going to have it aging the alcohol as effectively. And also you're going to potentially have your alcohol come in contact with the seal, which you don't want because there's no food safe seals. <laughs> sure. Um, but uh, anyways, so yeah, people use that as part of, as part of the benefit primarily. You see that a lot in the wine industry. 
um, and also also in some liquors. But you know, you'll have multiple uh, you know barrels reused from you know say. Uh, you've got a bitter wine, and they finish it off in a in a cask that maybe was used for a really sweet wine to add some uh, some additional flavors to it. Uh, and you can do the same thing with different types of liquors, different types of cocktails. Uh, it's it's really just a matter of experimenting for the most part. But to answer your question, no, you can't get rid of uh, you can't get rid of the residuals. You can weaken it by aging something else in it, uh, but ultimately, it's probably going to stay in there to a degree. Yeah, so let's go back to that um, that barrel aged margarita, and and I'm just thinking about. So I'm gonna go. Uh, so I'm gonna go tequila, right? Traditional. So tequila, uh, maybe a little Cointreau, and I'm gonna go some lime juice and simple syrup. And it, and is that all going in the barrel at the same time? Yes. Yeah, and and no issues with the. Um, uh, hey, this is a disclaimer, by the way. If you try something and you don't like it, just bottle it up and send it to us and we'll drink it. But so, but no issues or challenges with the lime juice. And the, I guess the, the alcohol content is so that it's not, it's not, it, it, it's keeping it, um, uh, it's keeping it safe, if you will. Right. Uh, and and I, I echo the, uh, the disclaimer, but yes, the alcohol kind of offsets that for a little bit. Yeah. What's, if you were and, aging a margarita, yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say another thing to keep in mind, again, you're between a one liter and say a five or a 10 or 20 liter, you definitely want to start taste testing it much sooner on those smaller barrels uh, because it, it is going to have an effect uh, a lot quicker. <laughs> but uh, as far as the timeline goes, um, typically I, I start testing, you know, for a one to three liter, I'll start testing it as early as one week. Uh, and usually, um, my taste preference, uh, different people have different preferences, uh, but usually I'm pulling, uh, the margaritas out within about three weeks. Okay. Wow. I had no idea. You know, that's, um, that's interesting. I know you, you've already talked me into, um, we're see what the three day and I've got the, um, I've got my, uh, uh, what would I call that? My, uh, my, my sample over here that I oh, saved. Oh so. boy. And, um, I, I can't resist. I'm going just, just you, go you, don't forget to take the bung out on the top. Oh yeah. Good point. Hey, see the things you learn on you, here, the things you learn. You, you wouldn't believe the customer service messages I get on that. I'm like, have you ever done laundry? <laughs> <laughs> you you, you got, you got to unscrew that top part. Yeah, it's like, hey, my keg doesn't work. I can't get. I have to pick it up and uh, pour it in my mouth. It's like, no, not really. Just take take it out. Uh, yeah. Let's see. No, it's. I mean, I can. I, I, this is three days, three or four days in, and I can already smell uh, some of the char on this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, again, three days. And this out of the bottle, which is my sample, and this out of the barrel, um, I, I can already taste that oakiness that's kind of coming through in this thing. And uh, I can tell you this, I used a, a Dolan Rouge Vermouth in this one. In the next one, I think I'm going to go with like a, I think I'm going to go with a Punta Mess. Uh, I may go rum, Punta Mess, and Campari. I think that's going to finish off quite nice. Uh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> if, if you make too much, I can send you my address. Uh, I probably I can probably find it. 
so so here's what so let me ask you this so what so we we talked a little about so you know the the six weeks i mean it and there's nothing that says so again with this so i used 103 proof uh what did i use i used fighting cock so a, a fantastic heaven hill bourbon and um uh, I got to use Dolan Rouge and I used, uh, I did go with Campari. I've tried to find a good Campari substitute and I can find like, eh, it's okay, but I just can't find anything that quite measures up to Campari itself. But if, if is six weeks kind of the max or is that like, it just keep tasting and, and maybe you want a little more uh, depth in there. Maybe you want a little more of that oakiness. I mean, it, there's really no limit I per se, right. Depending on the alcohol content you're using. Right. I, it's, it's really up to taste. Um, but I do recommend, you know, again, the smaller barrels, you, you kind of want to start earlier, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, typically just start tasting, uh, probably every week and a half or so, uh, after, after say two or three weeks and just go till, uh, you know, it, it tastes perfect. Nice. So, so we talked about, um, the curing process of the barrel, right? So, so you got to fill it up with water. You let the, the, let the barrel take in the water, let it swell up, let it fill in all the gaps. So as I'm tasting and this, this may be a, uh, this may be one of my faults, right? I'm, uh, I would have never poured this much for a taste if we weren't on the show, you know, if I didn't already have a glass in there, I'm pouring it, I'm, I'm, I'm pouring a, probably a little bit more so I can kind of enjoy it. And, you know, and, and in this case with the Boulevardier, I probably, I may taste it neat, but I probably want it on a cube. I probably want a, a, an orange slice in there. And as I'm doing that and, I, and I'm tasting, should I be reserving um, some of the products? So I guess what, what, when I make it, when I made this, I use uh, half of a 1.75, uh, half of a handle of, of um, a fighting cock, and I used um, one seven fifty of Campari and one seven fifty of Vermouth. So when I'm doing that, should I also make some to backfill the barrel so that we don't get any dryness? Or I mean, I know it's relative to how much I take out, but I mean, what's a safe amount that I'm taking out that I don't really have that issue? I mean. <laughs> It's relative, it's I guess, tempting. on the so, temperature. Yeah. So, so, so one one thing to keep in mind is is not just going to be your uh, ute sampling. Uh, you also have what's called the angel share, which is just the evaporation. Because again, the the barrels aren't uh, aren't sealed, uh, and alcohol by nature does evaporate. Um, so, so you're going to have that. It's really personal preference. You can backfill it, uh, but keep in mind that that's going to yeah, you know, that's going to slow the aging process and oh, potentially yeah. change it a little bit. Um, it, I, one thing I do recommend though, is keeping some that you're not aging just so you can compare the taste. So you sure. can see what the barrel is, is, is doing. Uh, and you know, depending on, on, you know, how far you want to go, you can, you can also take some and store it at say the three week interval, four week, uh, or in two week intervals and, uh, just kind of run through and see what your friends like, see what your favorite is. And then next time, uh, the next time around, uh, you do the exact same recipe and you know exactly when, uh, when to pull it out uh, to your liking. Yeah. I mean, I'm already ma making some tasting notes on this one. And, you know, I didn't think about that. I mean, 
in common sense, right? But uh, I mean, that's the thing. If you're not doing this on a regular basis, and if you're at a bar or you know somewhere, you're probably doing these things on a regular basis, and you may have multiple of these running. But if it's something you got one barrel sitting on the shelf and it's like, hey, let me taste it. And then, you know, you're kind of off and running. But who's to say that I don't like this at three weeks and you like it or Dan likes it at six weeks and then, uh, you know, or vice versa or any combination in between. I mean, that's kind of the um, uh, yeah, that, that's a good exercise. That's uh, and, and I think not only that, I mean, I think it really helps to kind of ex- expand your palate, right? And it doesn't have to be a cocktail. I mean, Mm -hmm. you could just be working with, and I want to talk about this in just a second and not necessarily the Buffalo Trace White Dog, but I want to talk about, you know, what the barrel is going to do to that, that clear, you know, liquor that's, uh, you know, in some places, you know, maybe I think you're uh, kind of in the, in the Southwest. So you may be able to find it regular, regularly. Some people may not be able to find it. So, and you know, this could be a way to kind of transition into that same mash bill, same juice. It just hasn't sat in the barrel and aged, but, um, but yeah, I, I think that's a really cool idea and, and kind of, uh, you know, putting some, putting some little bottles away and kind of getting it where, okay, well, what's the, it, it, I mean, it's what the distillers are doing, right? So it's kind of, you're running right. your mini, mini distillery of, well, when is it right? And if you don't have something to compare it to, you know, if you're just working off of notes until you get that, you know, your, your, um, your palate built up that you can read through your tasting notes to understand what you really meant with what you wrote down, you know, there, there's kind of a give and take there. So yeah, fun way to, um, I gotta get the, this is like a nose your bourbon thing, man. We got to get, um, I'm thinking we got a package coming with these guys, but. Hey, this is Hudson Swaffer, and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. So, Michael, have you had a Queen's Gambit winner yet? Like, uh, has somebody like game theory this all the way out, like six moves of like, okay, I did like a Bavillier RDA and then I did like a Bavillier RDA finished bourbon and then a maple syrup. And then I went back to a tequila and like, have you seen anything like that? It's crazy. It's like six moves or anything. Uh, on it. So people do talk about, uh, their, their favorite, uh, mixes and stuff. And one, one thing we haven't talked about is, is the essences. The, the flavoring essences. So if, if you look up liquor essence, uh, you can, you can flavor whatever type of liquor you want, however you want, mm-hmm. you age it in the, in the barrel and, uh, you can, you can make it taste exactly like, or, uh, or better than your favorite, you know, whatever your favorite liquor is. Obviously everybody is bourbon and anybody who it's not bourbon's not their favorite. I don't know what's wrong with nothing, exactly. but, uh, so I'll, I'll tell you a funny story or the, the funniest thing I've heard, the craziest thing I've heard on, uh, with the barrels is, uh, people emailing in and asking, uh, saying they want to use it as an urn. Um, oh. and, uh, so, so I've, I've had people message in and I, I should not do customer service and I don't do customer service. Pe- people, uh, people, 
knock me down, tackle me anytime I start approaching that. But uh, yeah, I've, I've had some interesting ones like that. So like somebody asking, uh, you know, I, I want to use it as an urn for my husband. And, you know, I had to ask how big a boy is he? Oh. Um, and uh, are you planning to kill him? Cause like <laughs> it's, it's a personal responsibility to like stop that for me. Yeah. So, so yeah, pe- people, like I said, people use them f- for some pretty unique, uh, unique things, but no, there's not, there's not one specific uh, uh, recipe per se that anybody's uh, mentioned, but yeah, the, the uses uh, are very interesting. That's just, that's just one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah. it's exciting to hear how people use them a lot. A lot of people use really big ones like the 20 liters for their weddings. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in- instead of say combining the sand uh, ceremonially, they'll combine different alcohols, different uh, liquors, mm-hmm. uh, sure. and that they'll drink it at the end of the year. Hopefully they use a 20 liter. So it's aging a little bit slower because <laughs> uh, a, a year in one of our two liters is a long time. But but uh, yeah, that, that's that's the thing I like the most is hearing about uh, the unusual uses uh, people have for them and uh, and things like that. Absolutely. Special occasions. <clears throat> Very cool. Yep. Yeah. As we're talking, I'm I'm kind of scrolling through your. I'm, I'm not scrolling through all four thousand, but Dan brought up a good point. You know, does anybody kind of chime it in? And I, I tell you what, I see a lot of uh, this thing sealed up quick and and really nice. And you know, again, I. That that's, I mean, to me. And here's the other thing, though: if you've ever been on a tour of a of a distillery that's aging in wooden barrels, you will never walk through a rick house and not see stuff leaking on the floor. Like it, it just it it's not. There is no perfect barrel, and I would mm-hmm. say each barrel in itself is unique. I mean, which is the uh, you know, kind of the, what's happened in the past, you know, with, with the, uh, with the pandemic, right. I mean, it's like uh, single barrel picks are that, you know, that that's the flavor of the, of the year. And, uh, you know, outside of that, I mean, it is, you know, you're going to get leakage. So I, you know, I would just, uh, caution to, uh, don't put it on your white Korean countertops, uh, because it is gonna, it, it looks nice, but you may want to get a mat or something to put under it, and it's something that you're gonna want to check on, right? I mean, it's kind of, I, I don't, I'm gonna, use, I'm gonna be kind of cheesy now, but I mean, this thing's kind of like a garden, right, or a farm. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's growing, it's breathing, it's moving, it's developing. And, and you got to check on this thing. I mean, and you, you can put it up for a week at two weeks, you know, as Mike mentioned, you know, it's something good to check on every week, give it a taste and see where you're going to go because, you know, in short of a couple of months, right. I mean, you've got, uh, you got a finished product and, uh, you know, and then it's time to enjoy it. And, and where I'm going with that, Mike is, so once I'm ready, like once I hit it, you know, maybe I've aged a few times in here and we'll talk about how many times can I use the barrel in a second, but what do I do? Am I leaving this thing on the counter and I'm pouring out of it and it's cool or what, what's, what's the process once, Hey, this is my cocktail is ready. Um, so once your cocktail is ready, you don't want to continue storing, uh, in the barrel. Uh, it's not made for that, uh, because it will change the flavoring of, of, uh, whatever's in it. Uh, so typically you want to pour it into something else unless you've got enough friends over that night to, to consume the whole thing. Uh, you know, like I said, mentioned before, we have people who use them as dispensers, uh, for like weddings or big events. Uh, 
but after that, if, if you're actually aging something, you want to take it out, store it in a glass bottle so it'll stop the aging process where you like it. Uh, and then if you plan on using it again, and again, they have a lifespan. They, you can't keep using them indefinitely. Usually, depending on how long you're aging, what you're aging, uh, typically, if you take good care of it, you can get two or three uses out of it mm-hmm. uh, before you start losing a lot of uh, the aging effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Um but in between aging, you want to you want to rinse it out, uh, get get rid of what you can to a degree, uh, and then preferably uh, preferably start aging the next thing immediately after. But if you're not going to, uh, you need to put uh, fill it back up with water, mm. and then also if you get on Amazon, look up clean barrel cleaning tabs. Uh, you can get those to help preserve it, keep bacteria from growing in the barrel. Uh, you know, use distilled water uh, when you are storing it. So it's, it's different when you're curing it. You know, that's not going to be there for forever. But when you're when you're storing it and trying to preserve the barrel, uh, preferably use distilled water. Um, but uh, yeah. So how many calls are you getting? It's like, uh, hey, I just filled my barrel up for the first time. I dumped it out, and oh my god, I've got all this residue in my barrel. All this stuff just came out of it. Uh, like, like the wood chips and stuff? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, particles uh, and stuff. <laughs> not, not too many uh, because so people, uh, a lot of the people use them uh, for decor. Um, again, just cause they look so awesome. Uh, the people who do use them for aging, usually they're, they're like you guys, they kind of know it's like, okay, Hey, there's, there's going to be some leakage sometimes. There's, you know, these are natural products. These are, these are wood products. Um, that lose you guys? No, no, uh, kinda. There we go. Oh. Can you hear me? Oh, we got, yeah, we got you. Now. Yeah, yeah, we got you. Yeah. Sorry about that. My AirPods died. Um, but uh, anyways, the uh, they are natural products. Uh, it, it is it is wood. It's untreated. Uh, so yeah, that you're going to have, and also it's charred. So because it's charred, you're going to have some of that char mm-hmm. flaking off in some cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we get some complaints about that, but, uh, usually, you know, we kind of take them through the process and, and to your point on, on the leaking, we have barrels that leak. Um, I, I can't say whether, you know, c- certainly some of, some of the time it's on us, mm-hmm. uh, cause you know, you've got knots in the wood that you can't even see, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you never see it just it's seeping through because again, it's a natural product. Um, but, uh, a lot of times the big issue, the, the biggest barrel care issue that we see is people buying them as gifts several weeks or months before they're going to give it to the recipient it dries out. and that barrel starts drying out the mm-hmm. second we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it continues drying out till you get it. So that's why it's really important as soon as you receive the barrel to start, uh, start that curing process. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cal was born a pirate, so he knows exactly how to work these barrels. And he said, he's, just, he's been bragging to everybody. Hey, look, I got my bourbon tap for my house, and then I got my wooden flask. So he's been bragging all about it. <laughs> the, do, do you have a, is your flask, is it wooden on the inside? It's, it's the barrel. <laughs> no, it, no, no, this, okay, this is okay. the flask. This is the flask. Okay, I, I got you. Just don't try carrying that around. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. It's like I, I had to get a bigger golf bag because I'm like, well, shit, it's not going to fit. <laughs> so I, I will I will give a shout out to another product. There there's uh, sure. something called the the oak bottle. 
Um, it's not mine. Oh. It's it's uh, somebody else's. Um, I I don't know what the website is, but it's the same concept. It's just a bottle instead of a barrel. Um, it's so it's obviously much much smaller, um, but it's it's the same concept. They're charred. And uh, so if, if you're looking for uh, a flask uh, style wood, or wood style flask, that, that could be a good option. Sp- yeah. so, Nobody will suspect uh, anything. Exactly. So we're trying to get them on the show and sorry to, to uh, deter us, but you brought it up. So it's not, Dan, it's not my fault this time. Uh, but uh, have you used one of those? Have you tried one? I have not. No, no I, I haven't either, but, uh, but I'm, I'm interested. I'm curious just to see, uh, kind of what comes out of that. But, uh, what I'm really, I'm not even curious now because I know what's coming out of this. I know what I put in there and, uh, the char is already coming out in three days. So I, I've got something that is going to be money coming out of this, uh, this keg or this barrel. And, well, it's, uh, it's great for events, right? So whether it be like a dinner party, a golf event or whatnot, it's what the, in high fidelity, they call a, a conversation stimulator, man. That's what it is, right? There you go. I, I just, exactly. I just found our uh, our uh, trophy for our golf tournament. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be right there on the barrel. I mean, this would make a hell of a good trophy, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, you know, use it a few times, and then you know, you you clean it out, and you let it sit on the uh, set on the bar. It says, uh, you know, I won the birdies and bourbon uh, <laughs> uh, 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 turtleson golf tournament. There you go. There you go. I don't know how we can. Well, Speaking of additional products, I will tell you we've we do have one coming out that mm. is made uh, as a dispenser. It will not age the alcohol. Um, it'll be the exact same form factor for the most part, uh, slightly modified stand, but it it's designed to be used as a dispenser. Mm. Um, so you you can store stuff in it. Uh, you can uh, put whatever you want, bring it to all the parties. You know, instead of using those big glass ones or or just use it. Yeah. Uh, using the bottle you can put uh put it in that so mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting and it was so uh maybe i'll you'll you can brag on yourself and your entrepreneurial skills was that uh hey we want to go down this road or was that by request from uh from you know from your uh, from customers um so it was so we're actually launching q4 with a, a very large uh retailer uh one of the top five retailers in the country. Hmm. Um, and I, uh, they wanted to do the, they wanted to do the barrels. Um, but, uh, this is kind of, this was kind of a compromise because, uh, of the, you know, there's a lot involved, uh, in actually aging and they were more concerned with the form factor and just the aesthetic of it. They, they're, they were less concerned with the actual aging element. So that's something I came up with in order to give them what they wanted. Hmm. Huh, nice. I, I guess we can release this, right? So uh, you heard it here first. So very cool. Here, yeah. here we go. <laughs> yep. Very cool. I'll, I'll I'll get you the beta set up. <laughs> nice. There we go. There we go. So all right. So hold on. And I know we uh, we we appreciate your time. And uh, but so we've got we got a new release coming out already. Uh, is that going to drop this year? Yes. That 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 should that will be live at the latest Q4. Um, oh, nice. But hopefully hopefully sooner. Yeah, yeah, just in time uh, for the holidays, hey? Great gift. That's again. it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, you mentioned the um, you mentioned the margarita is kind of your favorite, a barrel aged margarita, which I'm I'm still trying to process that in my mind. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm got to get another barrel because uh, I, I'm I, I'm dying to do one right, and I really want it. I really want a mezcal margarita because I think that. 
that smokiness, but the oak with the smokiness of the mezcal, I think it's going to really mellow that out. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I got to get one of those. Uh, but uh, what else is um, what? What else is in the future? Of Freedom Oak Barrels. I mean, wh where else are you going? What's coming next? And and how? Uh, because barrels are hard to get, right? I mean, we talk to we talk to a lot of people on the show, and and, and specifically, like when we we have rum people on the show, right? And and rum folks will take. I don't mean that it, it's not a derogatory thing, but it's like, well, where do you, do you know? Do you do you like to age in something in particular? And it's like, uh, we'll take barrels from anywhere we can get them. Right. And, and it's not it, it, maybe they've got some preferences, but barrels are in such a shortage. Um, I mean, is that any I mean, are there any shortages of barrels from your side? I mean, I guess from the size standpoint, it's not an issue. Right. It's it's a it's a not not at the moment. Uh, so the, uh, I guess these storms uh, drastically affected lumber prices. Mm. Uh, so the winter storms and stuff. Uh, but as of right now, it's not affecting our supply chain. Uh, that's not to say it won't uh, it, soon. Hopefully it won't. But, uh, you know, w with COVID and everything else going on, everybody's just kind of like, uh, we don't know what, what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, hopefully that won't be an issue. We, we stay... Uh, we stay pretty well stocked. We're really on top of uh, making sure that uh, we're we're keeping our inventory where it needs to be. And uh, but as as far as the future goes, like yes, we're we're expanding products. Um, you know, we we also have c uh, personalized cutting boards. Uh, we're gonna we're also getting into uh, kind of some uh, uh, grill accessories and and things like that. So. Uh, mo mostly in the personalization space, uh, we also are launching decanters, uh, so like personalized decanters uh, as well. We, I've got a really cool one that's uh, I've, I've got one that's a uh, it's a rifle, uh, a rifle decanter. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, um, but uh, uh, you know we we engrave the butt stock, um, so t things like that. So lots of oh, neat products yeah. in the pipeline. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't see that on your page. So. <laughs> that, that's not, yeah, the, dec the decanters are not live. I'm looking at it right it's behind my monitor. That, that must be. Yeah, I was about to say that must be a new release coming up. Um, so, all right. So, the, oh, you yeah. got the margarita. Uh, I, I know we got to. You have to go soon. So, I want. So, what's? Uh, let's go for the folks that don't want a cocktail. I don't want to barrel age a cocktail. I'm going to go for. And again, this is the, uh, for those of you that are just listening, it's the Buffalo Trace White Dog that's released. It's uh, Mashville number one. So when I put this in the barrel, so let's say I've got my barrel, I, 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 I kept to the, uh, the process, I waited the 10 days, I'm dumping um, in the, what is the White Dog that's distributed here, at least it's a small bottle, I guess it's a 350, 325 mm -hmm. uh, or 370. Anyway, it's a smaller bottle. So when I dump this in the barrel, in the fresh barrel, I've waited the 10 days, I've done the right thing. What am I going to get out of that White Dog after I dump it after six weeks? It, it, you know, I'm not uh, talking taste profile. I'm just talking what, when I dump it in as White Dog and I pour it out, is it going to look like Buffalo Trace? Yes. So the, the aging process is what gives, uh, gives the liquor, the color, uh, and also of course the taste, uh, how, how long you leave it in is going to affect how, uh, you know, how much it refines it a little bit, uh, or a lot depend again, depending on how long you leave it in. Um, but, uh, it, it is, that, that's probably like the cocktails are fun and, and things like that, but it's really neat putting that in 
and then six, eight weeks later pulling it out and being like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe the change in that. That's definitely like, you know, in my opinion, that's the first thing you should do with your barrel because that's going to that's gonna be the thing that affects it kind of the least. You know, when you put a cocktail in or whatever, that's, that's going to affect any drink you put in after. But if you put that in, one, you get to see that huge change. And it's just kind of, it's like, it's cool. You, I made this, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. own private reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and I can appreciate, uh, you know, where you're going, like, especially if you've never done it before. That kind of gives you that, that lead into, hey, you've, you've made your own barrel pick. Um, I'm, I'm doing it kind of the opposite way. I'm, you know, I've, I've said, I'm going to do many things with this, but another way I'm leaning, another way I'm leaning is I want to go total white dog against this Boulevardier and I'm going to have a Boulevardier finished bourbon. Exactly. Very nice. That'll... Could, could well, be. we got to get you set up for something. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so what's the, um, and Cal knows where I'm going. What's like the craziest thing you had to uh, put on the barrel? <laughs> uh, you, you said we're PG here. Uh, no, 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 no. That, that, was, that was just to get you to come on the show. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, Comically. It's, it's, bar, it's barware. I, I don't remember specifics, but uh, I, I mean, we put everything on. We, we don't... Uh, we, we are not, the, we don't censor. Um, so we put some pretty, pretty funny things on there. Uh, pe- people get pretty creative. Um, Especially coming from, I, like, from like, like a gift perspective, I could see them getting really uh, colorful with them. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The, you got, you got the military guys, they, they get, uh, they, they have some fun with it. And I, I mean, you've, you've got some pretty, uh, yeah, any anything you can think of, they've put it on the barrel, or I've put it on. They wrote it down. I engraved it. That's funny. Um, equal, so equal opportunity, equal opportunity engravers. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, anyways, we, when we're engraving, we're we're always grabbing each other and being like, "Look at this." And, <laughs> Uh, yeah, pe- people get pretty creative. It's it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I, I won't say I'm like a priest yet, where like nothing surprises me. I've heard it all in confession or anything. Uh, but pretty close. <laughs> but, but let's let's just say uh, the the ladies in the office get offended regularly. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> people put on there. I'm, I'm getting some chuckles in the background, so that's validation. <laughs> there you go. Oh, validation. Uh, so what, uh, so let's talk a little bit. Well, let me ask, what didn't we cover about freedom Oak barrels at freedom barrels.com? Mike, uh, is there anything else that we need to add? I mean, there, are there any other cocktails that are kind of like go-tos or any, well, I guess you said it. It's like, Hey, you should start. If you've never done it before, start with your own liquor, get, uh, get that down and then start experimenting from there. Uh, anything else that we missed that you wanted to share? Uh, another really popular one is the Manhattan's barrel aged Manhattan. Uh. Um, and, uh, but, but past that, uh, one, one thing I want to do for you and your listeners, uh, is, uh, give you guys a, a 20% coupon code, oh, cool. uh, f- to the whole website. Uh, the, uh, the coupon code is BB. Okay. Um, so that, that'll be good indefinitely. Um, or it'll expire the day after you listen to this, even if it's a year from now, there you go. There you go. <laughs> unless you don't make it, unless you don't make it to the end. Uh, yes, exactly. If you don't make it to the end of the podcast, it expires. Great mother's um, day but, or father's day gift or us open gift. Right. Yeah. 
Fourth of July. Don't forget Fourth those you got through. Yep. A- absolutely. Hey, so you you mentioned something, and I I know that this is where Dan gives me the mm. you know the, the stop sign. But so you mentioned a Manhattan, and and whether it's a Manhattan or it's an old fashioned, mm. um, what about putting bitters in the barrel? So if I'm aging a Manhattan, am I going whiskey and vermouth and bitters, or am I using some variation of that? Um, so the, I, I, I personally don't like Manhattans. I just know they're a really popular one. That's fine. Um, okay. That's fine. but I, I've heard mixed reviews on the bitters, honestly. Okay. Um, so I, I, I feel like I'd be doing a disservice if I provide a recommendation on that. That's fine. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, not a problem. I'll, I'll make a recommendation and here's what I would say. And, and we've talked a lot about the, uh, I know Dan's giving me the Heisman over there. Uh, it's actually not the Heisman. Well, Cal's playing lawyer. He just asked the question. He's like, I didn't like the answer. Let me answer my own way. Uh, well, no, no, but I mean, with the, I mean, the thing is about, so it's an experience, right? I mean, this is, if you, if you've got a, and it's not even if you have a bar at home, it's like, if you, you know, if you, and Hey, let's be honest, we've all got a lot of free time on our hands. Uh, and we, and we have had, and we're probably going to have some more free time, but here's the thing I would say when it comes to the bitters experiences, the stronger, and, and Mike, I think you mentioned it earlier, right? That whatever you're putting in the barrel that has the most, um, uh, that that's the, I'm going to use the word pungent, but it has the most, uh, influence in a cocktail mm-hmm. is probably gonna, it's going to continue on throughout that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong. If you're going to continue to do something that you're going to have bitters in it. But as we talked about earlier, it, I mean, if you're adding for me personally, if you're adding bitters into the barrel, uh, you're going to have to stick with something that's going to have bitters in it. And it's probably going to have to, and you could be, I mean, again, maybe it's a reason to buy more barrels, which is not a bad thing, right? I mean, you've got, Hey, here's, here's my barrels for bitters. Here's my, and barrel aged bitters is a thing. I mean, you were talking about putting different things in them. I mean, there's mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with barrel aged bitters. Just know that when you're adding bitters into that, if you, if you go back with something that is, so if I did a, if I did a Manhattan in here with bitters and then I followed it up with, uh, with a barrel aged margarita, eh, don't, don't, don't complain here because it's probably, <laughs> gonna, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to have some uniqueness. It's going to taste that, a little funky. <laughs> it, it, it could, but funky ain't always bad. So uh, d- doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but yeah, I, I was just wondering if you had any experience with it, but that was mine. I, I always add the bitters after the fact, uh, you know, if, if I'm aging, that's, uh, let's say, let's, uh, let's decant, let's get our, our ice and our garnishes ready. And then, you know, the, the bitters is kind of the, the cocktails already made. I just need to put it together. And then the, uh, the bitters kind of come in with that, uh, with that garnish for me. So yeah, right. nevertheless, nevertheless. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So I had to say that'd be a good way to go. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's Mike do? Are you a golfer at all? The answer can be Uh, no. (laughs) The answer is no, but, uh, mostly because, uh, my shoulder surgery, so I can't even swing a club. So it's, uh, it's out of the question. Okay. So, so, so we got a, got an injury. So, uh, maybe, but not, not at the moment. Um, and we, I don't think we talked about where you're from and you may, well, we talked about East, well, any, do you get back to East Tennessee at all? 
Not too often. Uh, I've okay. I've still got family uh, over in Tennessee, but uh, I I actually have seven kids, so I don't travel too much. Mm, wow. I guess you don't. <laughs> I don't know how you work at all. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's another. One. I, well, I put them to work. That's Child right. labor. That's right. That's right. That's Child right. labor. Uh, that, you can pay your kids a lot tax free. <laughs> Mike, that's called an education. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they sh- they should be paying you. Um, so I don't know. With seven kids, and I don't know if you want to talk. We always ask the question uh, of and where people are from, or and so you, and you don't have to frame it up like that. But uh, are, are there any kind of go-to's for you out in the um, uh, hidden gems? And it could be where you're from, could be where you're moving to, could be where you currently live, could be where you like to travel to. But any hidden gems that uh, it's like, hey, you've never heard of this place and you would never find it, but you got to stop here. And it doesn't have to be any. It doesn't have to be alcohol-related food. Or it could be anything. Sure. Um... Well, uh, if you like hot springs, the world's largest natural hot springs is uh, in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. Uh, it's where Doc Holliday went oh, uh, when, when he was sick. And uh, there's there's a tiny little ski resort called uh, Sunlight uh, up there. It's it's kind of in between Vale and Aspen. Uh, and it's it's not a great ski resort, but uh, it's it's a perfect one if you got a family. It all empties out into uh, a single, uh, single base. Uh, but, uh, yeah, world's largest natural hot springs, beautiful area. So can I, can I, can I, I'm going to jump real quick. Is this a joke? Is this whole thing just a joke today? I'm your host. No, because it's like, you're from East Tennessee. <laughs> you're talking about Doc Holliday. who's his favorite, like movie character of all time. It's just a match made in heaven. It's almost like it's, uh, yeah, it is almost like a setup. But it is, and and our, pre, our pregame was like 30 seconds before we said three, two, one. Hey, uh, that's, that's a lie. It was 45. That's true. Oh, that's okay, true. Okay. I guess we're going to get the bill after oh, this. Doc here, Holliday. There, here, here we go. Doc we go. Holliday. That's good. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dan, what you got, man? No, I think you covered everything, man. I mean, I think if if we go anywhere else, he's going to be like, yeah, I don't know. Where do you want to travel to? Australia. Why? My best friend's (laughs) Adam Scott. My best friend's Adam Scott. Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I have a decent Australian accent, but very limited vocab on it. Awesome. Hey, we, we've had a great time chatting with uh, with Mike O'Rourke from uh, Freedom Oak Barrels. I'm looking forward to getting into this Negroni. Dan's actually going to be traveling to, uh, well, let's just say Dan and I have a golf trip. We have a golf tournament plan that we'll be uh, interviewing some folks. And uh, he's going to get to sample some of this barrel-aged Boulevardier. Uh, Mike, before you have to jump off, uh, tell people where they can find you and how do they get your stuff. Sure. Uh, best place uh, or, or only place is freedom oak barrels, uh, dot com. And, uh, like I said, uh, got a coupon code for you guys and your listeners, uh, 20% off all the products. Uh, the coupon code is just BB. Um, but, uh, also if you want to reach out to me, uh, best, best way is actually just through the contact us on the website, mm-hmm. uh, or you can find me on Facebook as well. Uh, I'm hard, <laughs> I'm hardly ever on there cause, uh, b- busy working, but, uh, mm-hmm. every now and then, uh, look around and, uh, post cute kid pics. That's about it. That's awesome. Very cool. Awesome. Mike, thanks for joining the show, buddy. We appreciate it. And we, uh, we'll try to get you a sample of this out there, buddy. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah.